All right, here we are. We got ourselves sitting here. We're doing a podcast, and podcast is called Big Hunt Guys Podcast. Yep. So we got myself, Brady Miller, Trail Kreitzer, and Chris Neville. So the three of us, mm-hmm. I guess, are starting a podcast. Yeah, work, is, work here at Go Hunt. Working here at Go Hunt. So it's about time. I've only said Go Hunt needed a podcast since 2014. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you've been saying it for a long time. Yes. 2022 feels like the moment, right? It does. It's a great year. Great year to start things off right, kick off a podcast. and 2021 sucks so bad. We decided 2022, just kick it off right, yep. jump in, both feet, get a podcast. We're in it to win it now, boys. In it to win it. So we probably should describe the Big Hunt guy's name and how that came about because that's kind of a funny story. Yeah. I, I mean, Neville. Neville's the guy, right? You're, you're the Big Hunt guy. I'm the big hunt guy. What's the what's the background <laughs> with with the name? Well, basically, one day I just got sick of writing captions on my Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I always was kind of like, I always said big sunset guy a lot. And then one day I was just like, oh, my God, I can't write any more captions. <laughs> I'm so tired of writing captions for pictures. So I just decided I'm just going to make everything big guy. So whatever that is. Yeah. Like the post I just had of you. This big, week, big feet by big big uh, meat by, by the, the feet, feet guy. guy. <laughs> yeah, I like that from a caribou hunt in, uh, in Alaska, Alaska. We did, you know, I was shoes off, bare feet, cooking cooking meat right there next to my feet. But yeah, that's kind of where it originated from. Just my post on Instagram, making everything big something guy, and then we decided big hunt guys. Let's just roll with that right into the podcast. I like it too because it's not too serious, you know. It's not like, hey, this is the Go Hunt podcast. Like that's, I mean, that's we, boring. We we did lobby for some different names. Yeah, I told Neville I thought it should just be the best hunting podcast. The best hunting podcast. <laughs> um, what else do we have? We had a few of them funny ones. All on right, there. hunting podcast. Yeah, the All Right Hunting podcast <laughs> was another one. We figured it might be an All Right Hunting podcast. So yeah, a couple different names that ultimately rested on Big Hunt Guys, Big Hunt Guys podcast by Go Hunt. Um, I mean, what do you, what are you, what are we going to do on this podcast? I think it's going to be a lot of everything. Cause I think us three, we play off each other really well. Like I'm pretty dry and boring a lot of times. <laughs> At least that's what I think I am. Maybe other people don't think that, but Brady's a nerd. Yeah. Nerd. Nerd. <laughs> nerd. Love biology, love data, love numbers. And then you got Neville over there. Who's just Mr. Party, Mr. Lifestyle, like yeah. just lives it, you know, like he's very entertaining. He is a very entertaining guy. If you guys think so. I I'll think take so. it. That's why, that's why that's why everyone wants to go hunting with him because you just laugh the whole time. Yeah, he's a good laugh. He's a good, he's a good hang. But he's serious when you need to be, but also mm-hmm. it's just great to have around camp. Yep. My favorite thing about Neville is, like, uh, if I want to shoot an elk, you know, and I'm seven miles deep and it's just the two of us, he's like, sure, I'll pack it. Yep. I'm like, sweet. Yeah, I think we should just keep going with this style of podcast. Just you guys tell me how much you like me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, boost his ego, oh, boost his confidence. Neville's yeah. <laughs> Neville, so awesome. <laughs> love that guy. Yeah, and then um, I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of an in-betweener, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit geeky, um, not that cool. Uh, I like to hunt a lot, though, so I guess it, it kind of suits me that way. I think all of us love to hunt, which is a hunting podcast. You're the superstar, dude. You're the guy that's on camera all the damn time. Just because <laughs> I need – I mean, i got to pay my mortgage, and they're like, hey, will you talk about this stuff? So If I, anyone I sees Trail – just say, hey, what's up, superstar? <laughs> yeah, that would be great. <laughs> but I think for this first podcast, we we really don't have too much of a structure yet, and it's probably something down the road we're going to work towards once we kind of iron out some kinks and 
figure out what direction we want this podcast, but this first one, we're just kind of yeah, I, I rolling. personal opinion. I think we get into, you know, a lot of things that we, we are passionate about things that we do on our own as well as professionally here at work. Um, you know, we work on application strategies. I know right now my head's down and working on application strategies, also doing a ton of, you know, gear reviews and looking at new gear. We have a bunch of new gear in the gear shop. that's coming in. We've got a couple of reps here today, which is cool. Got to look at some new, new gear by stone glacier. And then, you know, we've got our alley coming this afternoon. I think, you know, a lot of gear talk, a lot of, you know, hunt talk. I think hunting stories. I mean, I... Hunting stories are going to be great because I always think of it too. Like, we have so much cool stuff we do on a daily basis here. Cool yeah, random conversations. Like, why don't we just throw the mics on and, and talk about it really quick and explain some of the things we do and showcase all the different av- avenues of go hunt. Like you said, the gear, we got insider, we got maps, like hunt stories. We got random personalities here. It's like a bunch of fun guys. Who yeah. I'm looking forward to hearing some hunting stories because I know, I mean, we, we've all hunted most of our lives you mm-hmm. know and between you know here in the office we got a bunch of people that like to hunt Lorenzo always spent probably 35 40 minutes a day talking to him about hunting whitetail in Texas um you know guys have got stories and I love that kind of stuff I love to hear how somebody shot the biggest buck of their life or mm-hmm. you know the yep. worst pack out ever and why and that kind of stuff so that's kind of content right. I think we see coming hopefully get a couple guests on mm-hmm yeah get some guests on and and just see how it goes and hopefully people dig it Amen. Yeah. What are you working on right now, Brady? Just curious. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Building all your articles? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it is, like we said, application season. So I'm buried in, you know, trying to figure out different ways to help insiders have the most successful season. And so, obviously, that's taking application strategy articles, putting them out there. Those are very data-intensive articles. Obviously, they take a lot of time and effort burning the midnight oil to write, and then we build them, add a bunch of cool graphics to it shoot it out there and then at the same time it's just finding ways to do a bunch more like supplemental pieces of content like we did another one about like explaining the wyoming draw special versus regular you know we're gonna have a bunch more pieces of content that kind of like so they basically are going to support our application strategies Mm -hmm. but also help you gain more insight into each of the draw systems throughout the west and then also throw in a bunch of new gear stuff right now because new gear is really big and then just still diving into more tips and tactics about like I said, to me, it's like, to me, all I want to do is help people hunt and be more successful, whether it's picking up a tag, going on the first hunt, or taking the biggest deer ever, or just taking their first mule deer. Like, mm-hmm. if one person can read a piece of our content and they gain a little bit of insight from it, that's going to help them, I take that as a win. Right. And right. so, that's all we're about right now, is just helping people get into the field, help them navigate draw systems, and put tags in a pocket and be more successful. And that's why I think this, we always joke, like, this is the funnest time of year. Obviously, hunting is super, super great. But this is where you put that plan into place. Let's not get it twisted. This is not the funnest time of the year. <laughs> this it's is not, <laughs> not for us working. It's yeah. the busiest time of year. It, it's busy, and I do like it. I mean, application season's awesome, and I, I agree wholeheartedly with everything you said, you know, helping people get out in the field. And it is fun. I mean, on a personal note, just kind of planning out your own strategy, you know, hoping and dreaming that you're going to draw some permit that's going to, you know, be a kind of a once-a-lifetime opportunity, if you will. I mean, those are the kinds of things I'm thinking about as well and kind of working towards for, for the fall, right? Because yeah. everything, everything that happens right now from now until May, you know, that's ultimately going to determine where I end up in, you know, September, yeah. October, November. So putting a lot, of, a lot of time looking and kind of thinking about my own. And I like that we don't hold anything back either. Like whatever's out there that's going to help someone else, we put an article out there or we put a video out there. Yeah. Like we want to help people. Yeah. Are we going hunting this year in the office? There's oh, not been a lot of talk about, about hunting in the office. Yeah, the rumor, no hunt. 
But I said I'm doing a walkout if that shit happens. Neville's going to organize a company-wide walkout. I agree, man. I think I'm going to start a. I'm going to unionize the Gohan employees. I'm I'm here. <laughs> I'm here for it, and I think we should pick it. You know, get a picket line out front. Right. Recruit all the buddies. Come down. Do a, do a full walkout. Full picket line. Yeah, I hope they're really joking, but sometimes I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, reality is, is if they aren't, then I'm still going hunting. <laughs> yep. We still put I'm our out. out there. Uh, yeah, I mean, I still got weekends. I still got <laughs> vacation days. <clears throat> I still might get sick, you know? Yep. I might get, like, the vid really bad for two weeks in September next year. So. Yeah, that's going to be my whole entire excuse for the fall. COVID. COVID. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. So we're, I mean, we're all going hunting. I'm going hunting. I mean, it's like you said, if we have to walk out, we walk out, but I'm, I'm going hunting. What are you guys, you guys looking at hunts already yourselves? Yeah, well, I think we're in a good spot already. You know, I picked up a deer tag in Idaho mm -hmm. on that December 1st chaos that we did, yes. you know, we did some videos on that. I think we all got Idaho tags. Yeah, yeah we, we did. did. Did you get an Idaho tag? I got a deer tag. Yeah. Oh, you didn't get an elk tag? I got the double. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we already got that going for us. And that was, as we know. What position in line did you get when that queue opened up? Oh my God. Wasn't I like I was the furthest back. I was 13 or something like that. You were like 14, 15. Oh, like, I was so was far back. 11 maybe, something yeah. like that. So I signed on. What time did we sign on? 8.15 in the 8 morning? 8.15 in the morning. I didn't get my thing, my tag in my cart till 2.30 in the afternoon. Yeah, and that's no what we're way. talking about. Yeah, Pacific, I sat there Pacific all time here. day long. Yeah, I think I was pretty lucky. I think I was maybe, I wanted to say 7,000 or maybe 11,000. I can't remember, but I, it only took me maybe, last year it took me about an hour and 45 minutes, I think. This year was just over, maybe an hour and 50 minutes, something like that. It was so stressful. I want to know who the fucking guy is that's number one in line. They log me too. On We've, and yeah. What do you do <laughs> yeah. when I'd even say one? I'd even say like top 100. Yeah. It was probably somebody, I, I bet you the guy that was number one didn't have, he was, he was just like, I don't know, I'm just going to check it out, see what's available, and then, you know, he's got the whole world open to him up there. I couldn't even imagine opening that portal and it says number one. Number one. <laughs> I don't think it would say that. You would just go right through, wouldn't you? Is that how that works? Maybe. You think? You probably have, like, uh, like balloons and fireworks go off, you know, on yep. your screen. They're like, congratulations, you're number one. Must be nice. Yeah. Yeah, but we did get tags. I yep. mean... I didn't. I didn't get the tags that I I wanted per se. They weren't my top, you know, tier, you know, one, two, or three. Kind of got a fourth choice. And actually, reality is, I got tags in a unit that I hunted a little bit when I was going to college. So up to up to Utah State. So I I have spent some time in the units that I have elk tag and a deer tag for. So I'm actually, I'm I'm pretty optimistic about it to be honest. I'm really excited as well because to me, like as most people know, I just like picking up tags anywhere. Like I don't chase tags that are high point levels. I always go easy draw stuff and. That's why Idaho's great to me. I'll just go there and check out a new area, have a good time, and I'll put my research in, put my e-scouting in, put boots on the ground if possible, mm -hmm. bomb what? up there for a weekend, do some scouting, and I'll find a deer. Like, what you, unit, you give me a map, I'll kill it. What unit did you get, Brady? I got all of them. <laughs> I got a statewide tag, you know. That primo How many one. episodes in do you think we'll go before we get Brady to spill the beans on one of his hunting spots? I'm not sure. Has he ever? The funny thing is some people no. have said before, like, oh, yeah, thanks for telling that unit on some podcast. And it's like I have never said a unit name once. And if I do, I will rattle off 20 unit names in a row. So, like, and there's nothing special about the units I ramble off. It's just yeah. those are good ones you could probably draw a certain point level. I'm kind of the opposite. I just like to tell people the exact unit that I got to hunt for because I can't in reality remember if I lied to somebody or not. 
So I just figure if I tell them the truth out the gate, they're already going to assume that I'm lying because, like, who tells their actual hunting spot, right? I think people just assume that I'm lying anyway. That way I don't have to remember if I run into them again. They're like, oh, hey, remember you hunted blah, 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 and I'll say, yep, you know, I did. What I might start doing on this podcast is seeing the spots I'm going to and be like, please send me. Send me spots. Yeah, send me, send me spots. What, mm-hmm. Give me some recon on this unit. I think that's a great idea. <laughs> yeah. Reach out to yeah, Chris at GoHunt.com. Yeah, it'll be a Neville's Minutes, and we just <laughs> ask for advice every podcast. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Then I'll read I'll, – I'll get all the answers that people send me, and I'll mm-hmm. – well, then I don't want to give their spot away that they gave me. Unless it's good, then you can give it to me, right? Yeah, then I'll give it to you. Just internal office only? Mm-hmm. I like that. What are you doing for Wyoming? Wyoming's open right now. Elk, I mean, are you an elk guy, Brady? You've killed two now. <laughs> I guess I'm an elk guy now. No, that's a joke. You're not? No. Come on, Brady. They're fun. They're fun. I, the fun, funny thing is to me, it's like people are always asking, like, Brady, why don't you go elk hunting? It's like, well, the seasons are so short as it is, and I just love putting all my eggs into mule deer, figuring them out, learning everything. Every time I put a mule deer tag in my pocket, it's better for the next year because I learn more. And so right now I'm at a point, which is a fun thing to have, I have double-digit points in every single Western state. I can have the for, best for elk. For elk. I can have not the in best, Wyoming. Not in Wyoming, no, because I burned them that, back in the right. day to help help Trail get a tag. Because mm-hmm. I'm a nice guy. Cheers, that's great. Because yep. I was trying to make a deal with him this year. I'd help him piggyback off my deer points mm-hmm. if I can if piggyback off his elk points. Yeah, because I have I have enough elk points right now to get someone in. Where? What state? Wyoming. Wyoming. How many? Yeah. Uh, four, I believe. Hmm. I mean, I've got, what, eight or nine deer points up there? Yeah, so we could trade. I only got two deer. I got six deer. We could barter and trade. Yep. That's, what I, was, that's P- what I was telling him. Yep. Piggyback. So that's what I have to constantly worry about, too, since I do have so many elk points. Obviously, I burn deer points. Every time I get a deer point, I'll burn it. The most deer points I've ever had was four, and I did not need four for the unit I actually drew. <laughs> but so you, sh- you shot an elk list last year. You, yep. shot, you shot a nice bull in New Mexico. Shot right? a nice, great bull in New Mexico. What was that experience like? I mean, did it not get – you didn't get the bug at all? Like, you, you didn't see that animal and get, a, like, oh, yeah, I'm no, into this. I, I felt bad because I did see a good mule deer one day, and I was like, oh, my gosh, look at that bug. <laughs> <laughs> and we literally spent some time me glassing and putting the deep scope on it. But, like, yeah, elk are fun, but it's just, like, to me, I'd rather I'd rather chase mule deer. Right. Uh, like, I guess it works for other people. Like, elk are, I think, everyone considers as the animal to go hunt in the West. Like, I grew up in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. my dad and my dad's friends like Brady when are you gonna hunt elk elk are the, the most majestic thing in the world it's a symbol of the west and to me it's like yeah I, know, I understand they're great I understand why people do it but I've just never gotten the big bug I love looking at their antlers like right now we're sitting at the new go hunt office mm-hmm. we've been here for a couple months now and like mm-hmm. we have all these big elk mounts hang up and yeah they look awesome but to me it's like gets me excited glassing and working to find one big deer and it's the scenery I can be in I'm not stuck in dark timber the whole time I'm you know, glassing or still hunting or, yeah, you know, some of that's generational. So like, you know, for example, I'm, I'm old enough to remember when there really weren't that many elk. Like I remember my dad, you know, killing a bull in, uh, I was probably what, 86 in Utah. And it's, it's a three thirty bull, legit bull. And I remember that, you know, like people coming by to look at it. It was a huge deal because there just weren't that many elk, you know? Everybody mule deer hunted, like that was the species to hunt. I mean, I grew up mule deer hunting. And then, you know, as the state started to transfer from more of a mule deer mecca to like, you know, having elk throughout the state, 
I think, you know, you talk to a lot of guys in Utah now that are, you know, 30 and under, like they're elk guys because that's what they grew up with. There was more elk. It was like that more, majestic, you know, not majestic, but maybe just like this more trophy caliber species. And yep. we had giant bulls in Utah when I was – Oh, you, you guys know, did mm-hmm. for sure. In, in my uh, my 20s. So I think a lot of people are elk because that's what's more readily available at this point. You know, mm-hmm. mule deer kind of teeter-totter. They go up, they go down, you know, kind of we're in a down tick right now, I think. But, yep. you know. It hurts. I'm yeah. a fan of both. Me too. Elk and mule deer. September, though, elk. Yeah, me too. I want to hear an elk bugle. November, deer. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But I would say that I probably do prefer – I have more fun elk hunting than I do deer hunting. I just like the style better. Yeah, it's it's They're more interactive for right. sure. Yeah. I, I really like, too, like the, the camaraderie you get with friends when you're elk hunting because it's like always a group atmosphere. Like you go out there, bugle bulls, you have a separate friends with, you go back to camp, talk about it. Where deer hunting is kind of, to me, I mean, the way I have deer hunting is more solitude, you know. You yeah. You get a lot of that. It's the, it's the two senses, you know. You can see an elk. They're big, you know, big-bodied, tan. They got big antlers. And then that audible, you know, hear a bull bugle in the morning. It's the best. And you smell them. And you smell them. Yeah, you do. It's all your yep. senses. You use every mm-hmm. single sense when all, you're. All of them. Hands down, elk went out. Big potato <laughs> chip Volkswagen walking through the woods. You can yep. easily see them. <laughs> and they're easy to hit. Neville, you playing in Wyoming? I'm going to play in Wyoming for sure. What do you? I mean, what's your, what's your approach? You, do you I have zero elk points because you burned them last year. Yeah, I went elk hunting last year with my brother, and we didn't get one, but we wounded one. Couldn't find it, which sucked. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm just gonna throw into the general draw. Hopefully, pull a random, and then the deer. I'm still trying to debate what I'm gonna do in Wyoming for deer because I have six points. Well, you got till May to figure that out, so yeah. you can wait for you know May for. For antelope and deer, but you got to tell the thirty first for elk. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna apply. Always, always put in Wyoming for elk. Yeah, it sucks. I hate that I have to front that money and then wait till the middle of what nineteenth of May to get my money back. Yep. Unless you're gonna let me piggyback off your whole entire family who's got all bunch of elk points. Yeah, that's that's a hot tip. I've been <laughs> <laughs> I've been buying points for anybody that's available in my family, so that. I can piggyback points, you know. So my 16-year-old, I think he's got five points. My wife's got five or six points, you know. And ultimately, I'll take him hunting. You know, my kid, he wants to go hunting. Um, I don't know if my wife wants to go. She might. But, I mean, she's, she's the biggest bull in my family my wife killed. So she she drew there that. She's her. good luck. She Yeah, she might be. She Yeah, she drew a, you know, premier unit in Utah for, for elk with no points at all. So, yeah, I might take She'd probably go out there and kill another bigger bull. So who, who knows? But, um, yeah, I mean, we, we might have to piggyback, cut some deals. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that aspect of doing that. Yeah, you got to kind of, I mean, I don't know how people look at it. Um, you got to kind of find the means to, to kind of get the permit, right, mm-hmm. and go hunting. So, like I said, I mean, I love to hunt. My kids like to hunt. They'll go too. So if I can use that to my advantage, then yep. go ahead, right? That's why I'm the point guy and application person for my entire family as well. Like I yep. fly my brothers everywhere. Obviously, they're they're set up to go. Like my brother could easily go somewhere hunt by himself, but it's like still he probably would prefer if I went as well. So sure. like I'm gonna wait till he has a lot of points to carry me in as well. We'll go hunt as a family, have a really good time. Probably his brother or his friend will join too. And yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's smart. You gotta you gotta work that. So the other state that's open is Arizona. So you got Arizona elk and antelope. Yep. You guys apply there. I I try to. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't. I mean, you try. I apply. Yeah, I don't ever draw anything. Yeah, I haven't. Did you tag two years ago? Yeah, 
but like to me it's like i'm trying to fit in like my mule deer schedule so it's hard to justify it and i have so many points like i said for elk like i literally could draw a bunch of those late rifle tags right now mm-hmm. and it's like the way my s- season's hopefully going to turn out obviously i don't know if i'm going to draw these other tags but i think i'll be busy during that time of year so mm-hmm. i might still shoot for the stars you know it's worth it to me just get lucky well the thing you could do is you could apply for hunts that you could draw you know you could buy that point guard for five bucks and if you end up drawing something else you could turn your tag back in and and get your points reinstated it's you know if you don't draw those other ones you could take that permit and go hunting yep because that's always the like the point guard thing's a great thing because like you never know if you're going to get unlucky in other draws and all of a sudden you have no hunts because you didn't plan it correctly Mm -hmm. or this way i could have point guard turn it in get my points back yeah i'll probably take a swing for the fences approach i think in arizona maybe apply for some of the better archery tags and just hope lightning strikes and you know i get a great elk tag um since we're talking about arizona yeah let me let me hear your thoughts on the old arizona antelope especially after you hunted (laughs) it last year put you on the spot yeah i i mean here's the deal antelope i mean arizona is a southern state it's arid you know they've they've been in some drought i think the drought over the last few years has definitely hurt their their antelope herds as a whole I think their recruitment probably hasn't been good. Um, I'm hearing through the grapevine they may be doing some translocation from Utah um, to, to Arizona for some mm-hmm. antelope to kind of bolster their herds. So they're they're hurting. Um, I think they, they, they'll still kill some big bucks. I mean, there's still some 80-inch bucks, I think, in Arizona, and there's some units where they're still going to kill, you know, that governor's type, yeah. type of oh, buck, yeah. you know, an 80, 88, 90-inch buck. But on the whole, I mean, for the number of points that people have buried into antelope, I think it's one of the <laughs> – it's – I don't know. What's the word I used? It's, oh, yeah, I don't know. I don't want to be too harsh, but I, I, I think it's probably one of the most overrated, you know, over-anticipated hunts in, in the West. I mean, I drew a tag last year as an archery tag. It wasn't a top-tier unit, but it's still a pretty decent unit, and, man, it was rough. I mean, I think I probably saw a total of, you know, 10 to 15 bucks total. Hmm. I mean, if you've – you're used to hunting Wyoming for antelope. You might see that in an hour. Yeah. You know, um, I don't think I saw anything over 75 inches. Hmm. Um, you know, biggest buck I saw was pushing 22 does. Um, it rained every day. <laughs> so archery hunt, rain every yeah, single day. I remember day. getting that message from trail like, uh, yeah, we're stuck. Yeah, yeah, almost got stuck. I mean, it was it was kind of a disaster, to be honest. And I think if you go into those hunts and you're expecting the world, you know, like you think mm-hmm. Arizona antelope, you're expecting these big, giant, tall, heavy, massive, big prongs. You know, I think if you're going into that type of hunt expecting that, I, I don't know that you're going to get it. So I think – my kind of my theory on antelope, I think you ought to apply in Arizona if you're going to buy the $160 hunting license to apply for elk and deer and sheep and other species. Why not for, you know, the, the $15 app fee, throw your name in for antelope as well. And mm-hmm. if you draw a tag, great. But I mean, reality, I think if I was to do it over again, you know, I would probably only apply for, you know, rifle tags and top tier units or you know, maybe an archery tag in one of those top tier units and just hope lightning strikes. And you yeah, because otherwise you're tag. waiting forever to pick yeah, up the, one of those tags. the My number God. of points. I mean, we're talking 28, 29, 30, I think, yeah. you know, yep. points for antelope. No thanks. <laughs> Which is crazy. <laughs> so crazy. I just think you have to, it's all about expectations. And I think, you know, as I talked to a lot of people, you know, insiders and friends and you know, it's all about expectations and, and hunting. And I think you just always got to kind of have your, your objectives and your expectations kind of line up. Yeah. So those are the two that are kind of open. We got a bunch more coming up in the, in the future. We'll probably talk about those. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I guess we should say, I mean, we're sitting here in the new, what, Gohan office? Brand new office for us? Brand Gohan new. World Headquarters. <laughs> the HQ? Yep. The HQ. Yeah, it's coming together pretty sweet. It is. We're finally getting mounts hung up. That was the big thing. It, like we said before, it looked like a hospital building, you know, just crazy when you walk in. There was nothing on the walls. and Getting up the color, getting some mounts hung up, starting to figure out where everything's at. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's starting to look really good. You know, we've got some accents, you know, some barnwood accent Love walls. Yep. Yeah, we painted a big orange stripe here. Oh, Hang it's on. so pretty. <laughs> <laughs> Neville, your office is still a clutter mess, man. Yeah, What's he, going that's on how over I like there? It. He still has that freaking uh, Stone Glacier Sky Dome sitting in a bag in there. He's you got never a, know. He's got a sleeping bag on the floor. Yep, he's got the Stone Glacier rain pants in case it rains here in Vegas and he needs to walk outside. And I saw he had like a pile of T-shirts. He's got a backpack. He's got elk uh, rack hanging on the ground. Yeah, mm-hmm. an ur- a, 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 a partially finished Euro mount sitting yeah, on the ground. Fully finished. I like it messy. Being organized is awful because I can never find anything. Yep. <laughs> his stuff is all laid out on his desk. You can find I it. I can find it all right away. And a lot of it's just gear that I have. Like doing. A, I want to do a video on treating like your rain gear mm-hmm. in the off season. Yeah. So I have that in there. With my sleeping bag. We fixed the hole in it for a video. I thought maybe if you just got kicked out, you just need a place to crash at night. Yeah. Just head down to the office and throw the bag out. I don't know why I have the Sky Dome in my office, but I do. <laughs> you might want to pitch it yeah. and stay in it. Who knows? That's a sweet tent. Very cool tent. Super cool tent. You guys got plans to do any kind of like adventure hunts this year? I know that like the last few years I've done, you know, Alaska. I did Alaska moose. You know, Neville and I did caribou this year in Alaska. And uh, it's like, I don't know, it's almost like every year now I'm thinking like, oh, I need some sort of grand adventure hunt. Yeah. I thought we were going to do the moose float. Is that what we're going to do? That's what we should do. Yeah, that's we, what we should do. We better get after it then. Yeah, we really <laughs> need to start putting some that. pen to paper and figure that out, especially with no hunt going on. I, I mean, when I think about that kind of hunt, like I've been thinking about things like Audad. So I just like have this bug. I really want to hunt Audad. Yep. You know, they've got some application opportunities in New Mexico. You've got, uh, you know, a bunch of them in Texas, right? If you yep. can find the right place to hunt. I just, I think they're cool, man. I want they to hunt them. They are super cool. Big so, chaps. Yeah. I've been thinking about hunting whitetail a lot lately. So I want to sit in a tree go. stand and shoot a mature whitetail. Like, it, we're going the, this year. Do you see those sheds in Neville's office? <laughs> My gosh. Those are Iowa giants. Yeah. What are those? How big are those? I think they're like 185. That's a big white tail. That's a big I can't remember. Anywhere. I scored them a long time ago. I remember it was 185, maybe even closer to like 190. Yeah. Tell me, what's the difference? Like, why? I'm going to ask you, Neville, like you'll know this. <laughs> ask me. <laughs> so I do a lot of sh- – I used to do a lot of shed hunting, right? And I'd pick up mule deer sheds, right, or elk sheds. Right. Um, you pick up a, a white tail shed, so those sheds that you've got laying on your desk, they're so heavy. They're so dense. Like, Nutrition. Better feed. Those are also Iowa, too. So Okay. So they're just, eating pure beans and corns every day. It's just like on bad years out west when it's drier. Mm-hmm. You know, their antlers are a little more brittle, tend to break in the late season. Sure. These whitetail are eating like kings all year round. So I think it's just – it's got to be nutrition. And I think that's part of the draw of it for me. Like I, I want to kill like a heavy racked, like heavy horn, mature whitetail buck. Like I've got a real Jones and – for for white tail and that and i think i'm getting older so sitting in a tree stand sounds pretty cool i, I really need to do white tail as well i always joke about it but like my coos deer mm-hmm. is bigger than the biggest eastern white tail i've ever killed right i need to fix that that should, should not be the case do you have points in iowa yeah how many do you have i think i have three brady i think i have one more than you guys i think i have four i think i have three 
Yeah, I think I've got three. I've got points in Kansas. I've got some points in South Dakota. And then you've got, you know, over-the-counter opportunities in the mid, you know, Wisconsin and throughout the Midwest. But I, it, it's funny. It's, it's really interesting. I mean, so many guys want to come west from the Midwest and hunt elk. And I'm kind of having the same process now myself looking at going to the Midwest or the East, like that same research process, you know, of like mm -hmm. trying to find a, a spot to, to kill a nice white tail. So it's been, been kind of fun. I really need to do that too because my parents had that, you know, that little property in Minnesota that my dad really passionate about. He goes up every weekend, manages it for white tails. Are those for a non-resident in Minnesota? Those are just over the counter. Yeah, yeah. So I keep thinking about doing that muzzleloader hunt in December over there. My, my brother killed a 160-inch buck, the biggest one my family's ever killed this year. Mm-hmm. It was only his do second it, second deer ever. Um, he's been passing up deer forever. So, like, we should probably go do that, too. Maybe we should make the move east. Yeah, I think do we all are. Hunt. Yeah. Are you, will, are, you willing to, yeah, are you willing to give up a November mule deer No, hunt? that's why I said I could do the December muzzleloader. I, I am, too. I'm My not. November mule deer hunts the last couple of years have been awful. Mine, too. I've hated <laughs> them. So, we, we all hunted Colorado this year. Yeah, we did. Yeah. That was I mean, an interesting year. Brady had a good experience. Yeah. Not me. I, me neither. <laughs> That's because we were split up. We were split up. That's what, that's exactly right. And Neville did not buy an over-the-counter elk tag. I bought one. That bull was big. Yeah, he did see a nice bull. First morning. I, I knew the whole entire time when I was driving out there, too. I'm like, I guarantee you I'll see a big elk. First morning of the hunt, 200 yards. That bull was yeah, stupid big. I, I was driving, and I get a text message from Neville with some scope cam footage and he's like check this bull out and i told him i'm like you're gonna i guarantee you if you don't buy an elk permit it'll be the first animal you see it was like literally the first animal he saw 200 was a, yards a, away a, too. a nice bull then i hunted for seven more days and saw two point bucks everywhere <laughs> <laughs> and does one million does you know the the interesting thing about colorado i think everybody expected it to be awesome this year you know because of the way the season dates yeah. lined out I don't, I've talked to a lot of people that were kind of like me and Neville, you know, a little bit let down. I'm starting to wonder, like, are those bigger bucks even there, or is it just not there? And yeah. or, or are they there and we're not seeing them because of the weather? I'm saying they're not there. That's what I'm saying. Think about all the years prior to, like, how good Colorado was and people were just shooting big bucks all the time. Yeah. It like, sooner or later, that's so got to catch up. Right. Can't yeah. do it forever, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a lull in Colorado. That's why we're going to hunt Whitetail. Yeah, but you still got to love it, right? I guarantee you, I don't know what, two, three, four podcasts from now, we're going to be talking about Colorado and Mule Deer, and we're going to be all you know, Jones in and putting together some sort of strategy to go hunt Mule Deer. Elk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you and I have got some elk points in Colorado we got to figure out. Uh, yeah. What do we got, seven? Yeah, seven, and we're, we're we're getting to the point where we're about to be in no man's land completely. Like we we're, we're not going to have enough points to ever catch the ones that we want to hunt, and then we're going to have we're going to eat a bunch of points to to draw lesser units. So we've got to get that figured out this year, probably. All right, should we test the theory? I'm going to ask our audience, where should we go in Colorado? Send us some emails. We got seven seven points. points. Yeah. What are some good units we should check out? <laughs> underrated units. Yeah, give me some underrated. Some hidden gems. Yes, that's exactly yeah, right. Yeah, like what unit could you draw with like three or four points that's got know, some big bulls. Got some big bulls. Yeah. Yeah, do it. I like this. And then we'll film a Gohan original. Yes. <laughs> and we'll give you credit. Yeah. We'll say we got this information from someone listening to our podcast. We went there hunting and it was a great hunt. We got some good intel this last year from, from our buddies in Montana. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was good. 
Pe- people are good generally, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, reaching out. Well, cool, man. I I think. Um, I mean, I'm looking forward to the podcast. You know, I think this will be a fun little adventure, and obviously, we're going to get more fine tuned as we move down the road. Yeah, hopefully, kind of get some segments, some structure. Maybe sometimes just willy nilling it some more too. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> and any time I can hang out with Neville and Trail is a good day. Oh, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Today they're like, "Oh, you guys need to record a podcast," and then now we're sitting around just essentially yeah. shooting the bull with headphones on. Now I'm, now I'm enjoying it, and I'm getting paid. It's pretty. It's a pretty sick job, right? Yeah. I get to get to sit around and just you know shoot the bull, talk hunting with my buddies. We could do a lot of that. We yeah. we could do podcasts every day if we get paid for it. You're here first. I heard that. I heard that. Well, right on. I mean, hopefully people dig it. Um, you know, reach out. Let us know what you want to hear. Yeah. Um, you know, we're going to get some, some guests. feedback, some comments. We should probably get an email going too, right? People can reach out to a podcast email. Big Hunt, Big hunt guys, guys at GoHunt.com. That could be her email. At GoHunt.com. I don't know. Sounds yeah. good to me. Okay. Who do we talk to in IT to do that? No, I'm not smart enough to <laughs> set I that account up. Either, yeah. Yeah. Me either. Or just keep it simple. Podcast at GoHunt.com. Yeah. Big hunt, guys. Right on. Well, we look forward to it. Um, you know, thanks for tuning in. If you did tune in, and hopefully, we can bring you more of these, and and okay. they're good. And like I said, reach out to us. Love to hear it. Yep, it was a fun one, boys. Peace out. Peace. Peace.